0: Good morning. It is Monday, November 23rd, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Every day, Monday through Friday, we take time each morning to spend time with our God by reading a passage from the Bible, meditating on it, and then praying. We see this time in God's Word as valuable but acknowledge that making it a part of our daily routine is not always easy. So we exist to help bridge that gap and help to make it a part of your daily routine. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 through 27. Seventy weeks are decreed about your people in your holy city to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, and to atone for iniquity. To bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. Know therefore and understand that from the going out of the word, to restore and build Jerusalem to the coming of an anointed one, a prince, there shall be seven weeks. Then for sixty-two weeks it shall be built again with the squares and moat, but in a troubled time. And after the sixty-two weeks, an anointed one shall be cut off and shall have nothing and the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. Its end shall come with a flood, and to the end there shall be war. Desolations are decreed, and he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week, and for half of the week he shall put an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abominations shall come one who makes desolate until the decreed end is poured out on the desolator. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for such a wonderful weekend, a time to rest, a time to enjoy one another, a time to reflect on your blessings, on your plan for the redemption of your people. Thank you, God, for being the one that is never changing, never giving up, good and faithful. As we come to your word this morning, help us to interpret it well for our lives and apply it to our context today. Amen. Well, our passage today is one of the most debated passages in the book of Daniel. Last week, when we talked about apocalyptic literature, this is exactly what we were talking about when we talk about this passage today. In this passage, Daniel is still receiving an answer from Gabriel, and Gabriel mentions 70 weeks. If you have ever read the book of Revelation or are familiar with apocalyptic literature, 7, 70, pretty much anything that has to do with 7 is always signifying something significant. In this passage, we are talking about the 70 weeks, and one of the tricks with apocalyptic literature is to not get hung up on the periods of time mentioned. Seventy weeks should be understood as a long period of time. And as we see in our passage today, that 70 weeks, or this one period of time, is split up into three main parts. In the first part, which lasts seven weeks, It begins when the word goes out to rebuild Jerusalem. The walls, the city, and the temple will be rebuilt, and that marks the first bit of time in the 70 weeks. Then 62 weeks will pass, and though that time will be troubled, the city will stand and Jerusalem will await the coming prince. Then after those 69 weeks total, the first seven plus the next 62, the anointed one shall come and be cut off and shall have nothing. And in the last week, there will no longer be need for sacrifice or offering and a strong covenant will be made and the full work will be completed. So when we look back at the full passage, what is this full work that will be completed over the course of these 70 weeks? There are six things. Rebellion will be finished. Sin will be ended. Atonement for iniquity will take place. Everlasting righteousness is to be brought in. Vision and prophecy will be sealed up and the Holy One will be anointed. There are so many different interpretations about what the lengths of the 70 weeks represent, and it probably isn't worth it to discuss it here, because I think the point isn't to get hung up on the time periods, but instead to focus on the work. Remember, why is Daniel praying? Israel has sinned, rebelled, and is even now experiencing extreme punishment in the form of exile. So we look at the finished work of the Anointed One who will come after the city is rebuilt and established, which, by the way, is in itself a huge, huge deal. Israel is being promised a home again. But the work, the completed work of the Anointed One, brings about this. Rebellion, it's done. Sin, it's done. The atonement for the sin, it's done. Everlasting righteousness for those who used to be sinners is done prophecy we don't need it anymore it's done the work is completed and the holy one is anointed this is such a clearly messianic and christological passage we get the advantage of seeing it on the other side of the resurrection but for here daniel he receives it from gabriel under veiled and confusing language but the message is still there the message of hope hope for israel hope for Daniel. Because God, who is sovereign over all things, will rescue and restore his people. So my friends, as we go today, let us celebrate this prophetic passage. God revealed his plan to Daniel, and it came true. We have a God who gives us hope, and that hope will not go away. Can you imagine if God gave this to Daniel, and then 50 years later he changed his mind? So when hope is offered to us, that Jesus is enough to cover our sin, that His righteousness will be given to us. We have rest in that hope, knowing it is an everlasting promise to us. As we close in prayer, let's pray for the CV people in Southeast Asia. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, this passage is a, a bit confusing, and there's quite a bit in it to distract us. But God, let us not be distracted from the main message of this passage in Daniel that you have promised hope to Daniel to Israel that someday the city will be rebuilt it will flourish and then an anointed one will come but then he will be cut off but then he will finish his work Oh God and what that work is sin will be no more The penalty for sin will be atoned for. Righteousness will come in everlasting. Oh God, how wonderful to hear this news. There will be no more need for prophets, because the work is done. God, we look back. We look back to Christ who has finished this work and we look back knowing that it will never change. That what Christ has done was once for all. We praise you, Father. And God, as we go today, we pray for the CV people in Southeast Asia. God, there's a lot that gets me excited about missions, but I love seeing missions turn into missions. That people have gone over to the CV people. Your hope has gone to them, your people have been called out of them. And now even those people now are going to be missionaries. So God, as these young couples, these young CV couples, recently converted, excited to share your good news with others, now go to other parts of Southeast Asia. God, be with them. Be with them as they jump around, looking for people who have never heard of you, to send them this exact same hope that you sent Daniel, thousands of years ago God how great it is that your word never changes and that the word and the hope you gave to Daniel now comes to the CV people in Southeast Asia how wondrous you are oh God God we love you we pray all these things in the name of your son Jesus Christ amen go in peace I will see you tomorrow